Unit Three, Recording One. One. We need something for dinner. Okay, I'll get some chicken on my way home this evening. Two. Where shall we get the presents for the family? I just want to buy everything in one place. You know I hate going around different shops all day. Three. You know it'll be Noah's birthday soon. He's five on Thursday. That's right. Let's get him some children's stories for his birthday. Four. Are you all right? You look a bit tired. Yeah, I've got a terrible headache. I need to get something for it. Five. I should get something to wear for that job interview, but I haven't got much money. Try Zara or H and M. Their prices are reasonable. Six. Where did you say we're going again? Blue Water. It says on the website that there are three hundred and thirty stores and forty cafes under one roof. Seven. I love that fresh bread you bought in that new place. Let's go there again. Yes, and they have a really nice selection of cakes as well. Unit Three, Recording Two. Extract One. Hello, Tony. Did you have a nice holiday? Yes, we had a great time. Thanks, Sonia. Where did you go? I can't remember if you told me. Istanbul. Ah,、uh, yes, that's right. You see, my wife went to a conference there last week, and I decided to go with her. Well, I didn't go to the conference. I spent the day visiting the city when Barbara was at work. Then we had dinner together in the evenings. She was working Monday to Friday, but she wasn't working at the weekend. We went to the Grand Bazaar on Saturday. Oh, the Grand Bazaar! I heard it's fabulous. Yes, it is. Did you know it's one of the largest and oldest covered markets in the world? Really? Yeah, there are I don't know thousands of shops. I mean, we were browsing for hours, but we weren't looking for anything specific, and we didn't see half of it. Did you buy anything in the end? Yeah, a Turkish carpet. You know, the carpet seller served us tea when we sat down, and then we negotiated the price. Sounds interesting. Did you get a bargain? No, I don't think so. But we really liked the carpet, and the experience was fun. Extract two. Hey, did I tell you I went to that new shopping mall yesterday? No, what's it like? It's cool. One clothes store had magic mirrors. Magic mirrors? What are those? It's basically augmented reality, so I could try on different styles and colors without putting on clothes. It uses special computer software, like a video game. <laughs> yeah, 
You know how I really don't enjoy shopping for clothes. The stores are always busy, and there are long queues for the changing rooms. Then you spend hours trying on clothes. Then more long queues to pay the cashier. But with a magic mirror, I can try different clothes and colors in less time, which makes shopping a bit easier. So what did you get? Well. There were a couple of nice suits, but I didn't know which style or color I liked best, so I didn't buy anything. But I have the store's app on my phone. What's that for? Well, when I left the store, they sent me a list of the clothes I tried on to my phone, and I can order online when I decide. Have a look and help me choose. Ah,、uh, oh, is that the time? What was I thinking? I was talking to Martin earlier, and I agreed to help him with something. I'll see you later. Extract three. Hello, Rafa. Sorry, did I interrupt you? Were you eating? No, no, I was having a coffee.、Oh, so, how are you? Very well. And you? How's it going in Shanghai? Not bad, not bad. How's your Chinese? Don't ask. I didn't speak much Chinese when I arrived here a month ago, and I don't speak any more today. It's fine in the office because everyone speaks English, but shopping is more of a problem. What about ordering in restaurants? Oh, that's easy. Lots of restaurants here in China have picture menus. They're great. So you can see exactly what you're ordering. That's right. Anyway, the other day I heard about these new automated convenience stores. Automated? You mean with robots, artificial intelligence? No, not exactly. Just self-service with no human staff. I was walking to the metro yesterday when I saw one. When I went in, I chose my food, paid. And didn't interact with a single person. How does it work? First, you give the company all your personal details. Then you can use your phone to enter the shop with a QR code, and you scan the barcodes on products and pay with your phone too. You also scan another QR code to leave the store. Wow! But don't some people leave without paying? I don't think so. There are security cameras and an alarm system. They're watching you, and they have your personal details. Ah, I see. So it sounds like a good option for you. Well, yes and no. There's not much fresh food. It's mostly snacks and instant noodles. I was looking for something healthy, and my soft drink was warm, but I couldn't return it or complain to anyone. I'm not sure I like the future of shopping. Unit three, recording three. One. Did you have a nice holiday? Two. The carpet seller served us tea when we sat down. Three. 
I could try on different styles and colors. Four. When I left the store, they sent me a list. Five. I didn't speak much Chinese when I arrived here. Six. When I went in, I chose my food. Unit three, recording four. So, how was work when I was away last week? We were very busy without you. We got another big order from Piotr. Again, did he pay us for the last order? No, not the full amount. I wrote him an email about it when I received the new order. He rang me immediately and said he'll pay us this week. That sounds good. And did you meet the new marketing manager when she started last week? No, I didn't see her. She definitely didn't come to the office. In fact, I think she starts this week. Yes, you're right. I thought it was last week. Unit three, recording five. Right, morning, everyone. Thanks for coming in. Okay, let's get started. This is Inez from Customer Research. Hello, everyone. Inez has joined us today to help me present the results of last month's customer service survey. As you know, improving customer service is one of our main objectives this year. Now, as you can see, this was a three-stage survey. So, first of all, I'd like to start off by talking about stage one, the customer satisfaction ratings. Secondly. I'll go on to talk about the in-store interviews, and then I'll hand you over to Inez to talk about stage three, the focus group results. Finally, there'll be time for questions at the end. Okay? So let's jump right in. Have a look at this. This is the customer feedback station we now have in all our mega stores. Customers simply press the button that shows how satisfied they were with our service. Was it great? Good? Not good? Or bad? Then we process their feedback. Here's a full breakdown of the figures by region and store. Unit 3, Recording 6 OK, now let's move on to the in-store interviews. First of all, why did we do them? Well, when we sent our researchers into the stores, they noticed that a lot of people weren't using the customer feedback stations at all. So, obviously, these people do not show up in our customer satisfaction figures. Fortunately, plenty of people were leaving positive feedback. But why were they positive? And how many other people were they telling about us? Again, we had no data for this. 
So, we organised a team of interviewers to stop customers as they were coming out of the store. And this is what we found. First, the good news. Every customer who rated our service as great told us they regularly recommend us to others. On average, five other people, which is very encouraging. But now, the bad news. For every customer who rated our service as bad and explained the reasons, 11 other unhappy customers were not leaving any feedback. They were just going home unhappy. And frankly, that's a disaster. OK, let's look at the interview data in more detail. Unit 3, Recording 7 So, just to recap on the main points so far. The in-store interviews now give us much more accurate figures for customer satisfaction. But they still don't tell us what we can do to improve our service. OK, that brings me to the end of my part of the presentation this morning. Inez, over to you. Thanks, Carl. Well... Now, let me try to answer Carl's question. As you know, last month we set up 15 focus groups in different cities around the country. And one thing we did was ask them to text us 10 adjectives to describe the ideal mobile phone sales advisor. Here's a diagram of the results. Now, to help them choose a mobile phone, we were expecting people to want a knowledgeable and informative sales advisor. But as you can see, mostly what they wanted was someone helpful and friendly. And that's where some of our sales teams are failing. So, just to sum up, too many of our customers are currently leaving our stores unhappy with the service they received. This is not because our sales advisors don't have complete product knowledge. They do. It's because they simply don't have the people skills they need to give helpful and friendly service. And that's why I'm recommending that we now make people skills training a priority. Okay. Let's wrap it up there. Uh, any questions? Yes, Hugo. Uh, 